greetings. Embark with me on this mystical, musical ride past the borders and to something known as Freeform. Along the way, music from those you know and those you will know. Signing on for its 23rd year exclusively on the internet, I'm Dan Herman. This is Radio Crystal Blue.
Well, you can plainly tell that the music from this opening segment, what I call Radio Crystal Blue, is born out of my connection to a beloved spot in the world called Coney Island. I lived two miles from those hallowed grounds. My dad grew up in Brighton Beach, just mere steps from the beach itself, and Sheepshead Bay is one neighborhood over, and that was always a, a fun walk to do, being able to walk, um, as I would sometimes do, in the late teens, or like twenties, from home, uh, all the way out to Coney and back, and it still, um, fills me with nostalgia, and nostalgia is a big thing for me, I guess it is when it comes to doing shows like this, and being inspired by those that also, uh, curate nostalgia and even making new memories along the way 
One of my favorite YouTube channels is a guy named Dave Z out of Houston who does a show called Dave's Archives and basically is among uh, some people on the YouTube, uh, YouTube land who uh, just um, get a tape um, or collect tapes of uh, VHS. Uh, yeah, VHS tapes. That's what they are, right? <laughs> Nothing I've ever grown up um, uh, using, unfortunately. But um, I've uh, basically seen people just do uh, tapes of transfers and keeping just the commercials and just rolling the commercials because you can't do all the uh, big stuff like with uh, movies and TV shows unless you got the uh, permit to do so. But the commercials are fair game. So... We watch and react to uh, commercials and just get into retro um, pop culture, retro gaming, and other matters along those lines. And it's just a fun pastime. It really is. I got back into sports card collecting, which is another form of nostalgia, uh, recently. And that's been interesting all on its own. And uh, Coney Island definitely is that for me. And I'm I'm proud to be an American. I like to celebrate the 4th and... Uh, I um, and afford this coming up pretty closely. Not too long after I publish this edition of Radio Crystal Blue, which is should be out looking like July second right now. I'm managing a small change in my work schedule, and I'm also just matching my mental and physical energy, and of course also with this weather and. Um, taking a little more time now to uh, publish uh, this particular one. So, uh, with that, it should be out in time for um, the holiday. And, of course, here in Philadelphia, there's already celebrations going on. And speaking of uh, that, found something kind of interesting, which I want to read to you from uh, a page from... Uh, a very well-known blog here in Philly called Billy Penn, put together by the folks at WHYY. And under the category of how-to Philly, which sometimes I need because I'm not from here. But I've lived here in a span of uh, 12 years. I've been here for now close to five, and I like it. I really do. I should say I love it here. You know, my roots are in New York. Jersey to a degree, but Philly is my home, and for the second year running, I'm going to get out my camera, get out to some place near where the big fireworks are around the uh, Museum of Art, you know, where the Rocky Steps are and all that, and uh, capture what I can see. Um, the photos I did last year are on Facebook, and I'm very proud of them, and I'm going to do that again. Last year, I was... West of the Schuylkill, Schuylkill River on the west side of the uh, main part of the city, and just on the other side of University City, and this little park, a good view of everything, just poking my camera through a fence, and it got some good shots, and I'm pretty happy about it. I'm going to get down maybe closer if I can, uh, this here, we'll see. But there are some interesting things. Now, now th what's relevant, what I'm going to share with you, is really for Philadelphians, my fellow Philadelphians, about what you can and cannot do.
regarding uh, setting off fireworks in the city. I'm just going to share the Cliff's Notes here. Basically, you can buy um, and sell fireworks in Philly, but there are some caveats. You can't buy, possess, or use them unless you're 18. And if you're over 18, it, the state law allows it, for, but they have to be the consumer type, like firecrackers, uh, Roman candles, bottle rockets, and other fireworks that contain, at the most, only a certain amount of explosive material. The bigger display ones, well, you got to be a pro. You got to have a permit. And the, the rub, though, for us Philadelphians is about where to buy them. The consumer type can only be sold at certain brick and mortar locations that have a specific state license. And apparently, there is none in Philly for that. But you can find a few, maybe in the suburban sect, uh, sectors. As for where to set them off, uh, you got to get express permission from the owner of the land where you're setting the fireworks off. And you also have to be a certain amount of feet away from any vehicles or buildings. Apparently it's 150 feet away. And if you're um, near a place where there's uh, a fenced area to confine livestock that you don't own yourself, you have to be between 150 and 300 feet away. And you also have to give the owner 72 hours notice. And as for when you can set them off, <laughs> gets even better. Philly passed an ordinance in 2020 saying you can't use them after 9 p.m. except on certain federal holidays like uh, July 4th, of course. The state law passed last year in 2022 outlined that you could not use them between 10 p.m. and 10 a.m. when municipalities are authorized to limit fireworks use. But certain holidays, again, like July 4th and a couple days before, they relaxed those rules and they can choose little, the little towns around the area can cut off at 1 a.m. In case like this year where July 4th falls in the middle of the week, the later cutoff applies to the preceding and the following Friday and Saturday. So bottom line, July 4th is good at the very least. But as for the other days, it's kind of unclear on how the two laws interact. So there you are. And, of course, common sense, if you're listening and you want to shoot fireworks, stay off the booze, stay off the drugs, don't fire them if you're under the influence. And they are definitely not allowed to be launched toward a building or a vehicle or other uh, people. So there you are. I, um, I don't handle fireworks myself I, when i when i live with uh my girlfriend in um washington state i think she was a little more uh, liberal with fireworks which was okay but <laughs> on my own right now and um yeah i won't touch them getting near them is one thing yes <laughs> and i'll be so happy to see them from afar and um and get up close for you all and See how the camera does this year. I'm excited. How about you? Well, I'm excited for this edition of Radio Crystal Blue. It's got the holiday vibe, of course, still. And continuing my theme with producing appropriate 
summer music for the periods of when uh, summer unofficially is around, late May to or late August, gave you a Coney Island kind of a vibe with all these tunes and left off with um, Guilty Pleasure kind of a tune from a Guilty Pleasure kind of a band from one of the great power pop uh, bands and notably songwriters ever. Adam Schlesinger, late Adam Schlesinger from the much-missed Fountains of Wayne. Red Dragon Tattoo, big fan favorite, and it was from their great album, Utopia Parkway. And yes, for those outside of New York City, there actually is a Utopia Parkway. <laughs> it runs between a couple of neighborhoods in um, the Queens section of uh, New York City. And um, yeah, a, a brilliant title all on its own and known for a uh, the band always known for name checking um places around the uh, new york and uh, new jersey area and as uh the fountains themselves the fountains of wayne i think were referencing some uh storefronts somewhere in the town of wayne in yes new jersey the um album itself has a strong thematic story inspired by its surroundings and certainly um, had to do with, uh, according to Chris Collingswood, having to reach a level of maturity where you realize your own life is worth singing about. And they were listening to a lot of music like uh, the Kinks, who were singing about everyday suburbia in England. And so they decided to do their own version of that. Uh, putting the uh, New York, New Jersey metro area in focus. I mean, he had uh, songs like Amity Gardens, The Valley of Malls, A Fine Day for a Parade, and Red Dragon Tattoo, taking the uh, end train to Coney Island. And uh, yeah, I think you can still take the end to Coney Island. And, uh, paired nicely with one of my absolute favorite albums. Uh, actually, I'm thinking of the of the album Loaded by the Velvet Underground, though. This doesn't come off the album Loaded. It comes from a compilation called Another View. A song called Coney Island Steeplechase. And it's a collection of outtakes released in 1986 by Verve. Apparently when uh, VU moved from Verve to parent company MGM, they signed a two-album deal. And there was a change in management, and the new CEO in MGM was brought in to try to rescue the label, and he purged uh, the company of a lot of controversial and ultimately unprofitable acts like uh, Velvet Underground were, apparently. And they got released from their contract. But the band had, however, in the meantime, recorded 14 tracks for possible release as their second MGM album. Those tracks were shelved and forgotten by the company until the 80s. And as Verve prepared to re-release the band's three Verve and MGM albums on vinyl, and for the first time on CD, they found 19 previously unreleased tracks. Five from the John Cale era and the 14 quote-unquote lost album tracks. 
and the best of the best were released as another view. All the songs are absolutely outstanding. One of my absolute favorite bands. Guided by Voices is a band I saw once exactly, but once was enough, and I was very happy to. I also had exactly one album of theirs called Do the Collapse, going back to 99. I saw them play a free show. Basically, Bob Pollard, of course. He was still at it, even after I think he had shelved the band, I think once, maybe twice, I suppose. But still touring with them, and... uh he has had a constantly changing lineup. I think he had the guys from the band Cobra Verde in tow when I saw them. I really like this album. Under the Bushes, Under the Stars, which was their ninth album overall and the last until 2012, which was the last to feature the uh, classic lineup of Tobin Sprout, Mitch Mitchell, and Kevin Fennell. And... It was their very first album, as you can tell from hearing it, being recorded in 24-track studios instead of their customary lo-fi four-track uh, ideal, which they were known for uh, for those years prior. Cool song there. The official Iron Man Rally song, which I first heard, it must have been 96, 97, and it was uh, when I used to collect those... Um, and here we go again with the nostalgia, collecting the old um, CMJ magazines, College Music Journal, with the uh, CD inserts. And boy, oh boy, was that fun. Always look forward to those. And all these years later, I, I think I lost them all, and I wonder if even, the, even if any of them are still playable. <laughs> Maybe Sonny was right about the whole 30-year thing with uh, the life, the shelf life of uh, CDs. Darn it. But, uh, yeah, GBV here on RCB. The official Ironman Rally song, which actually stayed right free in my head for a little while after I <laughs> had given first listen and when I was uh, preparing for the show. And I thought, oh boy. <laughs> Arcade Fire. I think it's um, rather accepted that this album, The Suburbs, is a good album for the summer, even if it doesn't exactly reference summer in its lyrics and sound. It definitely just carries that vibe. I don't know how else to explain it, but it just does. And people get it. I'm sure you get it. Gave it the title track, and uh, that's a good video of... Um, the song as well. Arcade Fire um, has uh, such an ambitious uh, approach with this. And, uh, oh yeah, Spike Jones directed uh, the video of that song. And I'm receiving much acclaim from music critics and uh, there was a whole tension with uh, into the world and all that, and uh, it's something that definitely, like any bear threat, will just expose realities of uh, the frailties of human life to uh, the masses. And uh, talking about such fears and singing about them and uh, seeing what really matters. So, yeah, it's um, 
very, uh, very good music. And uh, according to Wynn Butler, the album is neither a love letter to nor an indictment of the suburbs, as you might think of uh, when hearing Fountains of Wayne. Rather, it's a letter simply from the suburbs. Blue Oyster Cult. They have a song called Fireworks. It's from their album Spectres. Goes back to 1977. That's the album that has uh, Godzilla on it. And that's an Albert Bouchard composition. Pet Shop Boys have a song there called Luna Park off their album Fundamental. Luna Park, one of the long standing parks. In the Coney Island sector, which got revived itself after uh, Astroland had uh, closed up after many years of existence. And right now, I'm not sure what's going on uh, in that hollow ground. I guess Luna Park is still around, but um, landscape has definitely changed. That's for the Pet Shop Boys. This album uh, contains... A lot of political uh, lyrical content, and uh, there's also, in fact, even given the name of the album, Fundamental, referencing religious fundamentalism. And there are specific issues addressed caused by the war on terrorism at the time, which is addressed in Luna Park, being the name of uh, various amusement parks around the world. Prior to the Pet Shop Boys, uh, magnificent band Luna. I also seen that band years ago, and another fantastic New York City based band. Dean Wareham, Sean Eden, Justin Harwood, who plays the theremin on that track, and Stan Domeski. Justin was a uh, member of the Chills years ago, and also Tuatara. Checks in from New Zealand. He's also worked with Dean uh, Wareham uh, previously in the band Galaxy 500, and also Peter Buck of Tuatara and a band called REM. I think you've heard of. Love this band, and that song also puts me in the mood for uh, summer. Sideshow by the Seashore from the Penthouse. Death Cab for Cutie. Now we get right into the Coney Island uh, of the mind, I guess, here, because I had seen the band play just once, free show. I know, I'm cheap, I guess. At what was once the Siren Festival in uh, here, in, well, not here in New York. I've been in New York for a long time. But they're in New York, right there in Coney Island, in fact. I can remember them playing that song. Not far off from the very cyclone itself, right on Surf Avenue. There were two stages, and it was uh, presented by the Village Voice, form alternative uh, newspaper, which I think now exists only online and only for back issues. Missed that newspaper. Used to get it every Wednesday, and if you knew where to look, Tuesday nights. Death Cab for Cutie. Great band, great song from the 
photo album, which um, is also pretty solid as they kind of matured in their uh, songwriting and certainly uh, heartfelt and um, kind of catchy, melancholy at points, but a good song. My name is Dan Herman. This is Radio Crystal Blue. It is right now, as I record, early part of July of 2023. I didn't forget about the end of June, but I normally post three times a month, usually publishing shows around the 10th, 20th, and the last day of each month, though I'm a little late on this one. I think I have just have had needed more time to recuperate between work and also from the uh, weather and the elements. Balancing out, you know, we've had some, a run of stormy days, which has also changed my uh, energetical uh, outlook. My diet's going okay. Still basically um, managing uh, X amount of pounds so I can uh, still um, feel better and fit better, (laughs) I guess. And it's, um, it's okay. I'm just managing day by day, and I think it takes up so much of my mental energy that uh, I don't always put the effort I really have been needing to do to putting out shows on a timely basis. But um, I don't know if that's born out of any kind of depression or anything else. Well, that's something to consider for the future. As for right now, being with all of you, I'm very glad to be with you to do this and having the opportunity with... Um, everything going on in the outside world. This little world with you and me here is um, is certainly treasured, and I don't take that for granted. Every show is available wherever you can hear music uh, in podcast format. That's including the big boys, Spotify, Anchor, Amazon, and the little guys, too. There's a whole list at my website right at the homepage and landing page of where to listen, how to listen. As for this main program, because of the uh, RSS rules in place, I can't do more than three hours in one sitting, so the show is broken up into two parts. But the show is meant to be heard as one long show because that's how it's recorded. If you want to hear the show in that format, there are two places you can go. One is relatively temporary it's called Mixcloud, where you can hear the last five sets of shows this one as well as my um companion program which is radio crystal blue novus ordo and also on the internet archive which is much more permanent so it's been needing funding as of late to help keep it going and the website there is archive.org let's get any better than that or simpler and I have shows, again, they run about four, five hours in length or so, which is the usual, just almost like the old days. I might do about 50 songs in the show going about six hours. That's a lot. But this is okay. I'm liking how the pace of these shows are going. So those are the places... Email is dan at radiocrystalblue.net. Despite the recent changes going on with Twitter, which includes limitations on scrolling uh, scrolling through uh, um, posts and things and becoming more like 
some of your favorite video games are which are now becoming much more pay to play and it's uh, which is really unfortunate um i'll still be on twitter uh my handle there is radio cblue and i'm also on mastodon which um i have kind of set aside for a bit but i'm going to post there a little bit more because it's uh a big new frontier that's real of uh, all that tyranny and ads and things. So the link there, which I haven't shared for you in a while, is mastodon.world slash at sign radio CBLUE. And I post freely on there, um, preform stuff, Indie stuff, music stuff. There's uh, other areas of interest I have, including photography, of course. That's out there. And um, I joined in November last year. And I'm going to get back to posting regularly. I kind of slowed down to a crawl in terms of my interactivity there. So I have normally posted links to the uh, shows in my feed. So I haven't totally gone radio silent but uh, that place is there for you also and has a good respite i think from uh, the rigors of uh, present day twitter where else well instagram i've uh, only really focused with uh with programming on uh, not programming uh with photography i find good photos my, my, my best photos, anyway, I'll put up there and make that the basis for interactivity. Uh, <laughs> easier for me to say, interactivity. I just don't do as much there because there's just a heap of spam and fake accounts that get through there, and I just don't know if I trust the numbers. And I know Twitter has had its uh, share as well, so I'm, yeah, I don't post there nearly as often. I think the danger is that some people assume Instagram pages to be uh, a website, and I think that's a that's a terrible fallacy. If you have a strong presence, whether it's a business or a strong social media presence on its own, or if say you have a band or a, or really your own brand, why make Instagram your website? It's not. It should never be. Build your own website. Do it from scratch, get the help of Wix or, or in my case, WordPress. It's just too easy in comparison. Let me get off the soapbox here for a sec. <laughs> and uh, see if there's anything else I left out here before we get to the uh, all the music I want to share with you on this time uh, with you all. There is music uh, later in the show from the uh, anthology I've been uh, airing of the last few shows called The Weather at World's End from the studio collective led by uh, that guy Colin Harper in Northern Ireland. Collective called The Legends of Tomorrow. I'll give you some more anecdotes and stories from that later in this program. Also the show, as you know, there's music from artists who are actively promoting shows and, and playing their shows over the next few weeks and months, and uh, we'll hear from all those folks later on, too. And lots of other stuff. Later on, I will give you details on how to submit music 
for future shows. And again, I apologize for the lateness of this one, but it should be out by early July, probably July 2nd, and I'll still push to have the show, the next one, uh, completed by July the 10th, if not the 11th. I think that's all I've got for the moment. I want to uh, get into uh, this first segment right now with a uh, big festival that takes place in the upper Midwest, specifically in Michigan. It's called the Mile of Music, an annual all-original music festival located in downtown Appleton, Wisconsin. It was started in 2013. Four-day festival runs the first week, typically in August, and it's a collaborative community event with support from nearly 50 business and community sponsors. The festival featuring original music of varying styles. On average, there's over 200 plus performers and nearly a thousand total performances. There is this big rule in that there are to be no covers, <laughs> no cover songs and no cover charge. And nearly every show at the festival is free to the public as they should be. The festival even spawned its own beer, the Americana Pale Ale by Stone Arch Brew Pub. So naturally, got a few artists here who are performing in the uh, festival, which for this year is called Mile Number 10. I'll kick it off in style with one of my absolute favorite bands, the two-piece of Melanie and Rich. They are Cersei. From the EP stand, this is called Death of Me.
They ran through the forest where they all held hands. They came to the ocean with the cookie crumb sands. They called it the sea of the very best dreams, where they all built a castle of the best moonbeams and Milky Way streams. Then there on the sand where the starfish play, the ship sailed in from the moonbeam bay. They all went sailing on the starlight sea, where they all had cookies with. And Jenny had three. They danced on the decks of the red-sailed brig. The monkeys and the sailors did a whirling jig. The turtle played the fiddle and the rabbit played kazoo, and they bowed to each other like polite folks do. And Jenny bowed too. And my, said the turtle as the clock struck three, the hour is growing very late for me. Not at all, said the rabbit, and I'll tell you why. We still haven't counted every star in the sky. Said Jenny, let's try. So they counted on the ship and they counted on the shore. They counted through the forest to the bedroom door. They counted in bed till they could count no more. Then they all fell asleep. And the final score was a trillion and four. Yes, the rabbit and the turtle and the kangaroo and Jenny fell asleep like sleepy folks do, just like you. Jenny was a good woman. James was a gentleman. Pushed hard against the pushback. They loved like porcelain. Was a work of art. They got stronger on fire. Got judged for being what it was. You was worth the fight. Don't forget what you've come from. James was born right down the street To a name that told him who he should be There were things he didn't do People he didn't talk to But Jenny and James, they didn't care who knew Don't forget what you've come from Everybody's got their own way 
dealing with where they've been They left before you got here But she left her words to read And I'll give you her name to remind you of Who you can be Don't forget what you come from Ordinary Elephant, Jenny Ann James, is from their album Honest. OrdinaryElephant.com, this folk duo who are performing at this big festival called Mile of Music. This year is labeled Mile 10, centered in downtown Appleton, Wisconsin. Also on the bill, the artist you heard previously in this segment, Buffalo Rose, combining forces with the legend Tom Paxton from their 2022 EP Rabbit, we heard the song Jennifer's Rabbit, buffalorosemusic.com. Also, the Altered Five Blues Band, I Got All I Need, and the great album Holler If You Hear Me, Altered Five, that's Altered F-I-V-E, com for much more from this great band that's also based in the uh, Midwest. Cersei, Stand, from the album EP, rather, uh, no, pardon me, Death of Me is that song from the uh, EP stand. Cersei.com, S-I-R-S-Y. Again, they're uh, all among the couple hundred different performers as part of Mile of Music. And website for that event. Let's see. Looks like it is mileofmusic.com. Should have, uh, goodness, tens of thousands of uh, spectators for that event. Again, that's going to be in the uh, first weekend in August. Looks like it's going to be August 3rd through the 6th this year. Moving on here on Radio Crystal Blue for an end of June slash early July of 2023. Very happy to give you music from a long-standing songwriter who is celebrating what I believe is now his 30th year, completing his 30th year as an active performing uh, songwriter. And here's music time and again over the last... Uh, several years, who has a new album out. It was actually released earlier in June and really began 
to sow the seeds of this creative work during the height of the pandemic. Songs that he said materialized on a boat in a living room with friends and sessions in Nashville and elsewhere on the fly have been recorded, manufactured, and digitized. As his words go, a dozen ideas generated by a heart and mind set loose like a flock of doves. <laughs> and then the stark reality of an empty birdhouse. <laughs> well, he just celebrated the little listening party on Facebook, uh, which is archived on his Patreon account. And looking forward to giving you this one right here as he takes part in the upcoming Woody Guthrie Folk Festival, which is, being, which is held annually in mid-July, commemorating the life and music of Mr. Guthrie. And it's held on the weekend closest to July 14th, the date of Guthrie's birth, in his hometown of Okima in Oklahoma. And getting into a kind of summary vibe, I'm going to give you this uh, tune called Tattoo Lady. The new album is 55. It is from the great Ellis Paul.
was working at the supermarket When I fell for Julie, knocked her up Like everybody said I would The day I turned 16 I got that job I couldn't wait to buy a car Save enough Leave this town
But you'd be the last man on earth who'd notice a change. That's the catch 22. Loving you. I say I love you so loud, everyone can hear. But my voice gets muted as soon as it hits your ears. That's the catch 22. Time. 
mom brought these tunes to the light of day. I don't want to grab a drink with your friend. I'm shooting for the sky. Good woman who loves to hit the road and get real high. I ain't never gonna be who you want. That's fine with me. Can't be everything that everyone in need. Singing, screaming, pushing. Kevin Daniel, another tune from his new album, The Life and Adventures of Kevin Daniel. The song called Go Out. TheKevinDaniel.com, playing July 16th, along with his band, The Bottom Line. They're at the Purple Fiddle and Thomas in West Virginia. July 28th, big album release party for him. We'll be at the One Stop in Asheville, North Carolina. August 4th, he plays at Big Lick Brewing in Roanoke, Virginia. August 10th, another band show at Hardywood Park in Richmond, Virginia. August 11th, at Plaza Antigua, somewhere in Waynesboro in Virginia. August 12th, the North Street Press Club in Farmville, Virginia. Yes, there is a Farmville. <laughs> August 13th, Bowstring Brewyard. That is in Raleigh, North Carolina. August 19th, Splitting Bill along with Tyler Bryant and others at the Mountain Town Music Festival in Keystone, Colorado. Lots more shows where that came from, of course. Keep it to his website for details. And always, always, always check with the venue before uh, making plans. Mary Jennings. You know, I haven't spun music from Mary in many, many moons. I know. That's my fault. I absolutely love her voice and her songwriting. And you know, she's been active with other things as of late. I know she makes some um, uh, some fine art. She has a project she calls No Sass Creations. I know she makes bolo ties, among other items. And gave me something from her metamorphosis album which is the last one i own here a song called catch 22 you see that uh, she went to italy she uh saw her cousin exchange vows 
and uh, Mary got to sing uh, in that wedding. It's fantastic. Also, recently hosted a writer's round, and there's more coming up, including again from No Sass Creations with some more uh, bolos. Also, a show coming up at Jane's Hideaway. It doesn't give me the location of where this is. It might be on her website. Looks like a writer's in the round uh, kind of a setup. Uh, that's usually how they do it in Nashville. So and I know she's around. Um, I think she is around Nashville, as a matter of fact. So MaryJennings.com for uh, details about that. Very happy to give you another new song from Ms. Rachel Sage. A song called The Other Side. Title track of the new album. And she's uh, splitting billing with Megan Carey. Fantastic double bill here. You heard her song Dry from the album Sing Louder. MeganCarey.com. M E G H A N C A R Y. Rachel is. R-A-C-H-A-E-L-S-A-G-E. Megan and Rachel go way back. And splitting billing at Jamie's House and Music there in Lansdowne, Pennsylvania, which is just west of Philly. That's on Saturday, July the 15th. Another uh, split bill between two great songwriters. One is Jamie Harris. Gave the title track of her album, Boomerang Town. It's a real beautiful, thoughtful song. JamieHarris.com is J-A-I-M-E-E-H-A-R-R-I-S. And Ellis Paul, Tattoo Lady from the new album, 55. E-L-L-I-S-P-A-U-L.com. They're both performing at the upcoming uh, Woody Fest, the uh, Woody Guthrie Folk Festival, as I mentioned, it's uh, July 14th, on the occasion of his birthday in his hometown. There are performances at the Crystal Theater and the Pastures of Plenty Day stage. And the um, the big goal of the uh, coalition who planned the festival is simply to ensure Woody's musical legacy. The festival's perennial guest of honor is uh, Woody's younger sister, Mary Jo Guthrie Edgman. The festival was founded in 1998 with the inaugural festival, including performances by Guthrie, uh, Woody's son Arlo, also Billy Bragg. Ellis was part of that festival as well. Also the late Jimmy Lefebvre, Joel Raphael, and also the Red Dirt Rangers. The festival, all these years later, remains free, except for a nominal uh, parking fee. There's more details, I believe, at the uh, website for the festival. And if I can dig it up here real quickly. I don't want to assume it's one when it isn't. Uh, oh, it is labeled Woody Fest. <laughs> W-O-O-D-Y-F-E-S-T, WoodyFest.com, for more about that. Dan Herman here and you there on Radio Crystal Blue. And uh, let's see, I've got uh, lots more to give you. We'll get to uh, music from a uh, 
fantastic uh, blues uh, showman who uh, spends time all across North America, who is also um, doing some good tangible uh, stuff as well in terms of his uh, record output. There's some uh, vinyl, uh, some exclusive vinyl, and um, some more that's uh, happening along with the uh, festivals that he's part of. And even the ones he's seeing, apparently he's going to see Rival Sons, uh, The Struts, and Kenny Wayne Shepherd uh, this summer. But he's performing in places like Romania with uh, Beth Hart, Walter Trout, and Eric Gales and such. And lots more. I'll tell you about later on. I'll give you something from his um, most recent output called High Voltage Blues. This is titled, I Believe... It is from Mr. Anthony Gomes.
long ago Desert is winning The forest is thinning The rain that used to fall Now floods are not at all And not much in between We could have made But it's easier to break could have tried, but it's easier to fail. We could have taken care. We could have cared, and just enough to give ourselves a chance. But it's easier to fail. Burn the world So many chances slip And so many of us wait For someone else to blink For someone else to make the change While we drift So much life to live so much life to save from ourselves But we threw it all away
Was I that blind?
That's a duo called Feral Vices out of Louisville. It's a two-piece alternative rock group who uh, get into uh, some amount of rock, some metal. It's uh, lead singer and guitarist Alexander Hoagland and drummer Justin Kotner. Constantly touring and releasing material. They've earned spots on stages with bands like Four Years Strong, Microwave, and also Save Face. And also added credits to the Scott Atkins and Ray Stevenson film Accident Man, Hitman's Holiday. Website for them is feralvices.com, F-E-R-A-L-V-I-C-E-S. So I gave you is lock and key. In fact, Alexander says about the song, lock and key is about the abusive religious systems that I think a lot of us grew up in where Leaders were taking advantage of their positions for money, power, sex, or some combination of those. Being in that world, you're taught that this is a blessing or that it's a blessing when in reality you're being taken advantage of. And you're forced to experience the evils of it alone because once you start tugging at the strings of that, the whole system falls apart. So this song was my way of talking about that and processing it for myself. End quote. Great to hear once again from the band known as The Trues. Checking in from north of the 48. A song called Enemy from the recent album Wanderer. TheTruesMusic.com T-H-E-T-R-E-W-S Music. Love this band. Seen them several times. July 8th and 9th, they are part of the Mariposa Folk Festival in Aurelia in Ontario. July 12th at Rock the Park somewhere in London. In Ontario, July 14th, sharing billing with Our Lady Peace at the Lakeside Event Lawn in Buffalo, New York. July 15th, McKinnon Brothers Brewing Company in Bath, Ontario. July 27th, the George Street Festival at St. John's in Newfoundland. Wait a second, NL, isn't NL Newfoundland? I think it is. August 4th, Pigeon Lake Music Festival in Mullerist, Alberta. August 12th is the Larley Creek Hullabaloo in Kilburn in New Brunswick. August the 18th, Paris Drinks Festival in Paris, Ontario. August 19th, the Key to Bala in Bala, Ontario. August 26th, that Music in the Fields in Lucknow, Ontario. And much more to come from those folks. We heard from the band's Love Is Enough, the song called Breathe. Loveisenoughband.com. July 8th, they're at a spot called Of Virtue. No, is it Of Virtue? Or The Star and Garter. Well, they're in Manchester, at least. July 28th through the 31st, it's the Radar Festival. Which is going to be at uh, Victoria Warehouse. July 29th itself as well. The Hammerdown Festival at the Factory Live in Worthing. Crushed by Waves. Won't Get Out Alive is uh, that tune. Liking this band more and more with each listen. Crushedbywaves.com They're also based out of... Uh, Manchester, and let's see what they've got going on here. They are Aaron Prime on vocals, 
Dan Collect on guitar, Andy Hoskinen on guitar and bass, and Tom West on the drones. Did I say drones? I meant drums. So I guess my notes here say that, uh, I guess they are sharing billing. Crushed by waves are. Yeah, they are. So, they have those gigs in place, and this is a song I think I aired once before for you all. Crushedbywaves.com for some more details. The Pride of Philadelphia, the band Soraya, Every Motion. It's a recent single of theirs. Soraya.com, S-O-R-A-I-A.com. This song, according to uh, uh, frontwoman Zuzu Mansour, says, This song is taking a look at how unresolved trauma passes through each generation, told within the story of a powerful, instinctual wolf. Ultimately, the soul has become the surviving fighter, the wolf saving her young. The lyrics and music of this one developed pretty quickly. To me, that means it's both honest and subconscious. This summer, the band head back, heads back out on the road for a tour that includes a string of West Coast shows. I'll tell you about some of the shows here. July 1st, which will be, I think, past tense by the time this show uh, uh, is published, they were to play uh, Crossroads in Garwood, New Jersey, which is a little postage stamp of a town here among the railroad towns in uh, Jersey. July 16th, Permanent Records in Los Angeles, along with Harless Sweetwater. July 20th at the Poorhouse in Oceanside, California. July 21st at the Winter's Tavern in Pacifica. July 22nd, the Rock and Roll Flea Market in Alameda. And backstate, well, backstate side, <laughs> back in the East Coast, July 28th, the 37th Annual Upper Marion Concerts Under the Star Series in King of Prussia. Supporting for Tommy Conwell and the House Rockers. King of Prussia, for the uninitiated, is a uh, huge, huge uh, mall area. There's just so much, so many uh, buildings, so many roads to drive through to each one. And I guess may, in fact, be the uh, inspiration for Fountains of Wayne's song, The Valley of Malls. <laughs> and in fact, it is the place where the... Uh, modern myth of uh, Black Friday was created, you know, trying to get the uh, deals as Thanksgiving weekend uh, kicks in the high gear. August 4th, they take part in a large festival called Music Fest, that's music with a K, doing an acoustic set on the Lagerplatz stage. Music Fest takes place in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Where else? August 8th, they're part of the festival as well on the Zinzenplatz stage, which I'm guessing that's going to be electrified. And September 16th is the West Reading Fall Festival in West Reading, PA. And then shows in Sweden, one of my main homelands, sporting the band Diamond Dogs for uh, a few shows. Also heard from the Tearaways. Married and Single. Love this tune. From their release. And now for our next trick. Don't see a website for them, but you may find them on Facebook under the phrase The Tearaways USA. 
July the 3rd, they play Wildcat in Santa Barbara, California. July 23rd, they're part of Weinstock at Fest Parker Winery in Los Olivos. August 26th, unplugged show at Night Lizard Brewing Company back in Santa Barbara. Also heard from a band that's blowing up currently called The Dirty Nil, Nicer Guy, from the brand new release, Free Rain to Passions. TheDirtyNil.com, and there's a list of shows here for them, including, again, maybe past tense by the time this particular edition of RCB is published, July 1st at the Earl in Atlanta, July 2nd at the Basement East in Nashville, July 5th, Capitol Ale House downtown in Richmond, Virginia, July 6th at Autobar in Baltimore, July 7th at Underground Arts right here in Philly, July 8th at the Bowery Ballroom in New York City, July 11th at Space Ballroom in Hampton, Connecticut, July 12th at Sonia in Boston, July 13th at the Song and Dance in Syracuse, July 14th at the Rec Room in Buffalo, July 15th at Harris Park in London, Canada, July 26th at the Hope and Ruin in Brighton in the UK, start of a run of shows there in the country before they come back stateside, back to London, Ontario in late September. Hats off, gentlemen. It's adequate. We're hearing this song for you called Burn the World. It's a brand new release. Hats off, gentlemen. Dot com for some more about this. And I mentioned the story of the song here earlier. Prior show when I debuted it for you. The uh, new album that this is on. Is called The Light of Ancient Mistakes. The pre-release is already out. The album is available to pre-order on Bandcamp. Being released in September. Some shows ahead of that. July 6th. The Fiddler's Elbow in Camden back in the UK. It's a themed music night around science fiction. August 5th at the Prince Albert in Brighton, along with the band The Emerald Dawn. September 24th at the Camden Club in that city for the big album launch. Apparently it's going to be a, an early afternoon event for that one. Anthony Gomes started us off with I Believe from his new album High Voltage Blues. AnthonyGomes.com and somewhere here, I've got my notes on what he's up to next. July 20th, before mentioned Open Air Blues Festival, is in Breslau, Romania. July 28th, he's at Wetzland at Grover Hill, Ohio. It's a festival, I believe. August 24th, Waterford River Rhythms in Waterford, Wisconsin. September 1st, at the Fiddler in London as in London, UK. September 2nd, the Harvest Time Blues Festival in the city of Monaghan in Ireland. September 30th, backstage side, Mojo's Boneyard Sports Bar and Grill in Evansville in Indiana. 
Again, more details at anthonygomes.com.